Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on GoToDobbs.com today. Davis and Tanner Hendrickson. I'm Brandon Kylie. We are happy to go out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line to talk to one of my favorite baseball analysts in the country. He's Mike Farron. He's a host over on MLB Network Radio. You can follow him on Twitter at Mike underscore Farron. Mike, I remember we had a conversation and I always reference what you said in our in our talk. I think this was like a year and a half ago now. And he said, I always feel like the Cardinals are one guy short going into the season. And this year it felt like they were one pitcher short. And Mike, they are multiple pitchers short now as we head into the trade deadline. We appreciate you hopping on with us today. How do you view this Cardinals team as we're like five days away now from the deadline? First of all, I want to know if you're going to give that same introduction to my co-host, Jim Duquette, when he's on in an hour. I'll say he's one of my one favorite of my former MLB general managers to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> How much more are you paying him than me? I need to get the checks clearing here. That's, that's confidential. You know we can't do that. <laughs> then, that. Then you guys start bidding against each other. We can't have any of that. We, honestly, we, we just, like, the last break, we just got off the air like five minutes ago, right? Last break. He goes, hey, are we on the same radio show an hour apart? And I went and looked at the tweet, and I was like, oh, my God, I didn't even realize. <laughs> <laughs> this is a big day for us, Mike. We've got two, two of the big guns coming out. you got Power Alley represented here. That's hey, right. listen, anything to promote the program. Um, yeah, so, I mean, like, I think, the obviously, the Flaherty injury and, and the Matt's injury are really significant for the Cardinals. And, you know, they, they I, I feel like they need something that's, a little bit more of an upgrade than last year's moves with, you know, Hap and Lester and, um, you know, trying to get, get some innings out of them. But I don't think that they necessarily need to go push their biggest chips in for starting pitching in this. Um, I think there's, you know, like I, I have a little bit of concern just because he's a rookie and because, you know, he wasn't necessarily viewed as a starting candidate to open the year and what Palente brings in the second half too. But I think that they can, so they can accomplish all the things that they want to do with the depth that they have in their organization right now. Like they can go out and trade for, you know, two starters and still find themselves in, you know, in the mix on the biggest gun that's out there in Soto. And I, it's just a question of whether or not they do it. They, they have tended to be a bit more conservative at the deadline uh, of late. I thought Derek Gould did a good job of capturing that. Um, I think it was yesterday. Um, but like there are, they're certainly in a position where they're going to need to add a couple of starters. And I fully expect them to do that, but I wouldn't, I would be surprised if it were any of the sexier names. I don't see Pablo Lopez or, or Frankie Montas or Luis Castillo necessarily as being fit so much as just guys that can get them some innings. 
Hey, Mike, you, you spoke about Juan Soto and, and BK and I earlier were talking about, uh, you know, where he may land. Are the Cardinals the, the, the odds-on favorite? Are there other teams that, that could possibly jump in and, and, you know, sweep him up above us up off of his feet? Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't call them the odds-on favorite. Again, because I don't think that this is this is a front office that hasn't pushed in for this player when they're at peak value, right? They they took advantage of um, you know the contract situation with Colorado to get the Arenado. They took advantage of the fact that the Diamondbacks were going to be able to extend Goldschmidt to be able to trade for Paul Goldschmidt. So it doesn't necessarily fit what their mo is. Now that said, in fairness to them. Like, this player has never been available at the trade deadline, like, ever. So um, so we don't really have a great analog for it. I think the best way to look at it is they have the collection, the, the combination of young major league players and close to the big league prospects that make the most sense for Washington to do a deal. It's just a matter of whether or not they would be willing to part with everything that's going to get you Juan Soto. And let me make this clear. And I like the Cardinals system. I like a lot. I love Jordan Walker. I'm excited about Mason Wynn. I think, you know, like I think Michael McGreevy is going to be really good. Like I like Graceffo's had a terrific year. Like there's a lot to like there. And with Gorman and Carlson and Donovan on the big league roster, and those are good players too. Like, they have a lot of, of pieces that, that are good spots, and this is not to like take anything away from any of these guys. But whatever the cost is, the answer should be yes, because there's only one Juan Soto. And none of those guys that, that we're talking about are going to play at the level that Soto does. Even Jordan Walker is a top-10 prospect. The, the way the, the prospects in baseball are right now, there are a lot of really good ones that are in that kind of like top-15, 20 range but none of them are Julio Rodriguez or Bobby Witt Jr. or Adley Rushman um, or even by reputation what Spencer Torkelson is. There are a couple of guys that I think have a chance to be able to get there um, to be star-level players, but there's not, there's not that transcendent star that reaches Soto's level. And because you get the guy for two and a half years before he tests free agency, like that to me is like this is the time that you push your chips in to be able to acquire that guy. And the Cardinals are in the best position to be able to do that while not gutting their system because their system is deep. And Mike, I think the pushback from a lot of Cardinals fans to that, and I actually, I, I know that the pushback that Cardinals fans have had over the last week or so as we've been discussing this seriously is, okay, great, so you get another bat, but the problem is the pitching. What would be your response to that? Well, why can't you do both? I mean, that's the thing is that, like, again, the cost of acquisition on those kind of energy starters isn't going to be so high that it's going to cost you those players. I mean, like, like it's going to be higher than what, you know, we haven't seen a starting pitcher move at the deadline, right? So the best we have right now is Ben Kendi, who was an all-star for two months of, um, of control for the Yankees, cost three A-ball pitchers, two who were on the back half of the top third of the list. There's not going to be that much difference between that and the type of starting pitchers that I'm talking about that the Cardinals should be looking at acquiring. They don't necessarily need to get that front-line starter in that. that. That's not where they need to go. Now, unless the Angels are going to make Otani available and then you give up the package for, for him for a year and a half versus what you would for Soto, like, that's fine because you're adding two pieces, basically. But I don't. But that's not going to happen. So, like, I don't see there being a guy that you necessarily need to push 
those chips and they can preclude you from doing those other things and still have a good system. That's where they stand. They built the system to be able to be in a position to acquire this player. And, and if they can, I think they should do it because they, they have a long history of acquiring star players via trade and it's worked out really well. And even if you don't re-sign Juan Soto, and trust me, he's going to go to free agency and he probably isn't going to re-sign, you get him for three pennant races for one of the most impactful offensive players in baseball. I think it just it makes all of the sense in the world. Yeah, I think, Mike, adding Juan Soto to, to the hot-hitting Albert Pujols would be a, a, a wonderful thing. What have you made of, of what he's been doing the last few games, last few weeks? I mean, it's just kind of fun. I mean, like, I'm not expecting Albert to be an impactful guy down the stretch just because Albert's closer in age to me than he is to his teammates. You know? <laughs> like, it's just, uh, like, but it's cool as hell. Like, watching the reaction to everybody at the All-Star game at the Home Run Derby was fantastic. Yeah. Like, the fact that Albert got to be on that stage. And this is one of the, I mean, like, you forget because the last several years did not go well with the Angels. And I think that there are, there are, you know, a generation of fans that are just coming into the game that know the stories of Albert Pujols more than they know who Albert Pujols really was as a player in his prime. And for somebody like me who watched, you know, I worked in Chicago when he was coming up, I had to see a lot of Albert. I mean, it's just like, I'm so glad that we have a chance to be able to um, say goodbye to his career as a player in this manner because he was such an important player. Like, he's such an important... Like, he's one of the handful of the greatest right-handed hitters of all time. He's one of the handful of the greatest hitters of all time. He's an inner circle Hall of Famer. And so, I think it's cool that he's in the Car- Cardinals uniform here. I'm, I'm excited when he comes up with big hits because uh, it's really cool, but I don't think it's... you know, Listen, if he had two good days in Toronto, I don't know that Albert's going to hit, like, 350 down the stretch. That would be a bit of a shot. Uh, that would be a lot of fun, though, if he did. Uh, Mike, oh, yeah. Fer- Mike Farron's our guest for, here for another couple of minutes here on 101 ESPN. Uh, Mike, you mentioned you're not sure that the Cardinals are going to be players in the top end of the pitching market. So the Luis Castillos, the Frankie Montes, the uh, Pablo Lopez. What market do you think that they will be playing in then? Because I, we've mentioned Noah Syndergaard's name a number of times. We've yeah. talked about Martin Perez. What, what do you think maybe is the level of pitcher that they're going to be talking about? I think Syndergaard's a good name. You know, I think I think you're looking at rental pitchers. You know, like Castillo and Montas are going to be a little bit more pricey because they have a year and a half of control left. Um, so you know, a year and a half before they hit free agency. So I would think that they're probably looking more at the rental types. I think Syndergaard's a great name. He's had a really nice season with uh, the Angels. They, they, it, the stuff has kind of fluctuated from start to start, but um, you know, he's kind of more of a ground ball pitcher. Um, at this point, and he has you know taken advantage of the fact that the, he would take advantage of the fact that Cardinals tend to play very good defense, and so I think he's I think it's a great name, a great fit, and if the Cardinals were willing to take on the money, um, you know there's probably uh, a little bit less in terms of cost for prospects too because he's still owed about seven million from here to the end of the season. You know if you were to look at like the Reds, maybe Tyler Molly gets you. Uh, costs you a little bit less. You know, he is controllable for another year beyond this year, so maybe that's a guy. Jordan Lyles is pitching today to ball for Baltimore if they decided to move him. It's you know, like you look at Lyles' numbers and you're thinking, like, yeah, that's not that great. He's fine. Like he but he's having one of the better seasons of his career. He can, you know, pitch at the back of a rotation. He can give you innings. He's gonna take the ball every fifth day. Like 
Those are the things that I think that they, they should look for. Now, the equation changes if they decide that they're just not going to play in the Soto, um, in the Soto pool because then all of their prospects become available and maybe they do go for somebody bigger, but I, I would be surprised just based on the way that they've, they've gone about the last several deadlines that, that they're going to be looking at like some of those top flight guys that are out there. I think the Yankees are more motivated on Castillo. I think teams like the twins have done more work on Montas. Um, although the Cardinals, it sounds like did, did talk a little bit to, to the A's last winter about it. But like, I think there's, there's some other spots that they could end up going um, to, you know, if Nathan Evaldi, like if he becomes available with, with Boston, like would be another guy that would be a fit and has postseason pedigree and good stuff. And the price might be a little bit higher than it would be for Syndergaard, but um, you know, his last two starts notwithstanding, one of those looked pretty bad because the Sarah lost the ball in the twilight um, that led to inside the top slam. But like, but like, there's like, Evaldi's been a pretty good pitcher and a pretty good postseason pitcher too. So, I, I think those are probably more likely for uh, the Cardinals. But again, like they have to step outside a little bit of their comfort mode, uh, comfort zone to be able to make the trade for Soto, which, again, I'm all in favor for anybody who wants to make the trade for Soto to give up the cost because there is only one Juan Soto. And there will only ever be one Juan Soto. Yeah, it turns out the guy that gets on base like 45% of the time is pretty good at the baseball thing. Uh, Mike, whoa, 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 whoa. Are you sure you want to go down that road? I, you know, I'm, I am going to walk out onto this path, and if you want to join me here, you are more than have, more than welcome to do you, so, sir. Let me tell you what. I did, actually, I did a White Sox podcast the other day, and they released this morning, and one person who was listening to the podcast responded and was like, I don't know, man. Like, look at his numbers. He's clearly in decline. <laughs> like, I mean, if Aloy Jimenez stays healthy and, like, you know, like, he's, they've only got one outfield spot. Like, it's not worth it. And I, I literally responded with the, the Billy Madison. They're like, like, what you have said is the dumbest thing that I've ever heard. Like, I don't care what your, pro- your prospects, like, there are times to hold on to the prospects, right? Either there's that quality or the player you're getting is not Juan Soto. But if you're going to get Juan Soto, there we go, buddy. Like, let's fix some shit. <laughs> I, Mike, I, sometimes I dumb down the arguments, and I can just do this, and I can pull up his baseball reference page, scroll down to the bottom where it says similar batters through age blank. And for Juan Soto, it's through <laughs> age 22. And those similar batters for Juan Soto are Mike Trout, Frank Robinson, Bryce Harper, Miguel Cabrera, and Mickey Mantle. Yeah, I'll go ahead and take that guy. That's the one that I want to bet on. I'm surprised Ted Williams wasn't on the list because that's probably about right. Yeah, uh, Henry Aaron's on there. You've probably heard of him. King Griffey Jr. is also a part of this. So, yeah, there's there's some pretty decent Were those guys any good? I wouldn't trade for 23-year-old Ken Griffey Jr. (laughs) Can you even imagine the mistake that a general manager would be making in doing so? Oh, no, we'll have to give up our top prospect. Shoot. Mike, this has been great, man. It's always good to catch up with you. We wish you all the best. Enjoy the next five days or so as we get closer and closer to the trade deadline. And I hope that you guys and we have a Juan Soto trade to be talking about when when we get the uh, to Tuesday's official deadline. Well, get ready, because Duke's going to throw a lot more cold water over the idea of the Cardinals getting Soto than I did. So. Oh, well, uh, <laughs> we like your answers better. Mike, this is why you're the best. Appreciate you, man. Thank you. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. 
Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Peloton, let's go! This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home-trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.